Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of the Retirement Readiness Podcast. As always, Tim Reagan, the founder here at Prairie View Wealth Partners, Hi, Katie. and his sister, Katie Umland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, trying the, a new intro. How yeah, was it? Hey, how about it? Very nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, trying a new intro probably right before you have to take a break and uh, yeah. on maternity leave. Have, right? uh, have a baby, I yeah. guess. <laughs> so your baby, she's driving. She is. I can't even believe it. I know. Grace is, uh, so yeah, in our house, we've got four, three of the four are out of the house. Lily's married and you know, doing her thing in Milwaukee. And then you got Tim and Maddie off at school. And so I feel bad for Grace because at the same time that's happened. Well, I feel bad for Sarah probably more than Grace. Yeah. Because at the same time they're all leaving. Grace now doesn't need her to drive her around. She's doing yeah. her own thing. It's like all of a sudden the house goes Major from, shift. Oh, yeah. Well, and especially like this summer. This summer was probably our busiest with that because we had all the kids home uh, except Lily. But in addition to that, all of them had friends over. Like yes. oh, I, every time Sarah went to the store to buy dinner. <laughs> so we shop every day. Uh, we go to the store. She goes to the store every day, picks it up. I usually do the cooking, but she'll buy it. And she's like, all right, how many extra meals am I yeah. preparing <laughs> what for What snacks tonight? does like, Olivia like again? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, so you go from it's kind really of full fun. throttle down to, down yeah, to nothing. Yeah, that's hard. It's uh, a big shift. It is. It's, it's kind of And Gracie's deep. driving now. Yeah. And so she doesn't... Uh, doesn't need us. Doesn't need you no. as much, but she has a super cute car. She does. Her I just uh, texted her. She's a Mini Cooper. I just texted her. Um, I saw a video of like a little jersey that you put over your uh, shifter, and it looks like, and it has like a little hood, and it makes it look like a little cute bear. And I was like, this is just that's crazy. Grace. <laughs> yeah, that's Grace for sure. Well, and, and so tell me a little bit about how Dylan is adapting to life with mom being expecting. He uh, largely, I don't think, understands. If you ask him where's mommy's baby, he rubs his tummy. So he he kind of <laughs> knows that. Yeah, yeah. He usually just uses it as a step stool to get on the couch. If I'm sitting on the floor, he'll use my stomach as a, a, a jumping off point. Um, but I think uh, he's been sleeping funny lately and giving us a little hard time. So I think he's... Do you think he's picking up that uh, things I, are about to change? I think and, he's like, what's happening? Mom's around more. She's getting bigger and bigger. Like, yeah. what is this? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> People hope, keep talking about baby. Yeah, and yeah. So we'll It's see. funny. We've got uh, when... Maddie was born, you know, because you always worry about that oldest. Are they going to accept the new child right. or not or whatever? And luckily, Lily was very nurturing and that kind of stuff. And I think some of that's kind of boy and girl stuff, too. Uh, so we'll have to see how Dill does with uh, I know with Quinn. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so kind of getting back to this is my third or fourth episode with our new format, maybe. Yeah. Um, we've been wanting to start kind of with a mailbag segment. So. Yep. People have been writing in questions. You can email, comment your questions, um, and we'll address one and questions episode. on anything. Yep, anything you want. Um, a past episode topic, a new topic you have in mind, or you know, just something that you want to something that comes across that you think. What about this new Chat GPT or uh, this social influencer told me I should do this? Or yep. hey, have you tried this new restaurant in Frankfurt? Um, so today somebody wrote in and said, will the economy improve, um, and investment returns be better if we have a Republican or Democrat in the white house? You know, that is a loaded question. Yeah. Especially now, we're, Don't like, say the R word. Don't say the D word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh -huh. Well, and I feel like we're like heading into that whole. It's already starting. Crazy, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
And and really what we find is it's funny because that's probably one of the things that people say the most. And it doesn't matter which side you're on. Uh, like if we've got a Republican in office, the Democrats are saying, man, it, once we get terrible. this guy out of yeah. here, we're going to make all kinds of money. And, and the Republicans are saying the same thing with the Democrat in office. And when you look at historically, uh, elections are something that are very short-lived. Uh, and the effects of those elections are very short-lived. And so what you usually see is they're very, uh, I guess, episodic. And so you'll, you'll have a lot of talk about it up leading to the, then somebody will get elected and you'll have a lot of reaction for the next little bit. Usually within a handful of weeks, the market's the market, it's back to normal. And they really, you cannot look historically and say the economy's always better with the Republican office or always better with the Democrat in office. And so while, while it's something for us to talk about, something that's very serious, something that's important from an investment perspective, doesn't really doesn't matter. Really matter. Doesn't really matter. Uh, yeah. And so hopefully your guy wins or gal wins and, uh, and you feel good about it. But what, what's always funny to me, especially as we're getting into this season, uh, is how you, the, the current sitting president is always either celebrated for what's going good or bashed for what's going bad when probably 90% of that was the result of what the previous, previous president yes, did. Right? Exactly. Uh, but somehow it all falls because it's happening during Yeah, this and it depends if it's who you wanted to win or not is yeah, how you exactly. perceive that. No, exactly. <laughs> and so when, when we go into this season, uh, know that it's important, but don't think that your investments are going to really your, – your long-term financial security, for the most part, will not be determined based on who's in office because it really is uh, – it's a crapshoot. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and hopefully this year we don't, we're not picking the worst or the best of the worst. Best of the right? worst, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Let's like actually get excited about somebody, not just who are we least nervous right. about. <laughs> yep, one hundred percent. Okay, that's enough. Uh, Political, political talk. talk. Did, did we do a good enough job? You're not supposed to talk about politics, religion. <laughs> religion. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we talk about religion a lot on here. Yeah, and, you're right. uh, <laughs> yeah we're going to get canceled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. How about it? But I think if you get canceled, that means like that means you're doing better. something. Yep, it's way you're doing better. something good. It is. Um, okay, so today the meat of um, our topic or a meat of our episode is about social security benefits, um, and I know that that's another huge topic that everybody is curious about, confused about. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot to talk about Absolutely. when we talk about social security. Yeah. Well, and especially when you think about, you know, how big of a decision is it? Well, you know, people think about well, social security, how much is it really going to be? Well, well, let's just say it was $35,000 a year in social security benefits. Uh, for many of our clients, it's more than that, but let's say that that was, that was the number. Uh, well, if you do the math and you say that I'm going to live for 30 years, it's a lot of money. A lot of money. And so so it really is kind of a pretty big decision to make sure you get it right. And I think it's kind of how what your opinion is of Social Security depends on your age because the first thing I think of with Social Security is what they've been saying for years and years and years is, it's not going to be there when I yeah. need it. You know, yep. they've been saying that for how long? Um, but that's still what yeah. I think of at my age. Well, and it's funny because that is such a topic. Like I have no insight more than anybody else other than – uh, a little bit of historical perspective, I think that uh, that I've been able to just read and pick up on and, and stuff. And it's funny because when Social Security was implemented uh, back in 1935, 
the idea was that it was designed for people. It's if you ever look, it's OASDI. It's old age survivor disability income. That's what the OASDI stands for. Uh, but it was OA. Like it was not meant for all these other purposes. Uh, but it was called old age insurance, and it was meant for if people live to a, to an old age, and you had to be sixty five to collect it. And life expectancy at that time was 65. I was going to say, how much has that changed? Exactly. <laughs> and so so when we start talking about how is Social Security going to be fixed, will it be fixed? Is it? I think it's really a broader conversation around really what does life look like going forward? Because when you- If they get this figured out where you can live to be 200. Exactly. And, and <laughs> exactly. And, and, and even if we if you don't take science that far, even if you just look at what is science doing today, we're seeing average life expectancy go up pretty dramatically. Mm-hmm. The uh, You're probably too young to remember. I barely remember it. But they used to always have the Smucker's jar that came up- uh, on, uh, on a, and, and the, what it was is uh, Smucker's Jelly would celebrate anybody who turned 100. Uh, and they'd put their picture on there. That's and, cute. Uh, it was on a TV show, yeah. And and now they don't do that anymore because yeah. there's so many it's people 115. turning 100. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe for girls. Guys still do dumb stuff. and. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, Yours is going in, yeah, yeah. men is going what, down. That's what Timmy and I say all the time to each other. We're going to do lots of dumb stuff together. So we, uh, and so, but when you look at Social Security and you think that it was meant to be old age, and old age was 65, or life expectancy was, and and so people now thinking, I'm going to retire at 65 like my grandparents did or uh, like my parents did. And they only live the, we always used to say, uh, you retire, have a party, go on a cruise and die. And that's not the case anymore. And so really, we probably have to have the conversation that's broader around, should we be thinking about retiring our mid to late 60s? Or should work look like I change it maybe, but I am working a little longer. I am doing things a little bit longer. Or can I collect social security while I'm working? Like, is that? So a lot of people think that, right? Like, how do we, how do I do that? And you can. Uh, but there are two, cause so that's another kind of funny piece on the social security piece. You know, you can collect it early, uh, starting at age 62, but if you do, it is age weighted. So let's say your full retirement benefit was going to be a hundred dollars. When you go to collect it at age 62, it's probably going to look more like 68 bucks, uh, out of your hundred dollars that it would have been, or maybe 70, 70 bucks. Um, and so you can collect it early, but you're taking that big hit. And then if you're still working, you're going to have to give some of that back if you make too much money. So it's kind of like this balancing act around how does that, how do I work that? So this is me just not knowing anything about Social Security. So when you say, okay, I'm going to start collecting today, do you have a bucket of this is your total Social Security that you'll get for the rest of your life no matter if you live to be, okay, let's say you live to be 115 and you run out when you're 90 like is is it a bucket or is it like a forever no, it is a forever okay. as long as you live you'll be getting that that, that benefit okay yeah, and what's crazy with that is it's not even just as long as you live uh because there's spousal benefits that kick in as well and so what happens is let's say for example uh that you and alex retire and one of you passes away social security is going to look and make sure that the surviving spouse gets at least the highest amount that between the two of you you're oh, collecting okay. Uh, so in your case, Alex's will be higher just because he has a higher earnings uh, record. 
And so if he were to pass away, Social Security is going to look and say, Katie's amount should be, you know, that hundred bucks, but Alex was getting two hundred. We're going to make sure that Katie at least gets the two hundred. Okay. Uh, even though it's not her her amount. And what goes even crazier That's to kind of surprising that they do that. Well, it, That's- it, it gets even worse. Let's say you and Alex got divorced and I'm still collecting that money. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. <laughs> even even if you get divorced, if you don't remarry, you could collect his. Or, Seriously. Yeah. Or if you did remarry, you can collect on the new spouses. It's so it's so crazy that's how shocking that they would make it like that. Well, and then people wonder like, why is it running out? You know, so so first, I was supposed to die before I collected yep. it. Now I can take it from all these different sources and all these different ways. Uh, they've just crazy. kind of alluded it pretty crazy. Well, I mean that's. It's a good thing, I yeah. guess, if you're the one collecting it. Um, okay, so is everyone entitled to Social so, Security? Which is a, another good question because for the most part, yes. But there are certain categories of people who don't get Social Security. And I, I don't understand it. I don't think it's right. But, uh, but it's what they would kind of call double dipping. And so if you work for another governmental uh, institution – and you're receiving a pension from that institution, they will not allow you to collect Social Security also. Okay. Uh, so, for example, if you are uh, a postal worker or if you, even teachers, if you're part of the teacher retirement system, uh, you get your teacher retirement benefits. You don't get teacher retirement and Social and Security. Social. Okay. And the, the only reason I think that that's kind of crazy is if I'm a teacher, uh, I teach 10 months out of the year. And then through the summer, I work, or I work in addition to my teaching, even through the school year. They have to withhold for Social Security benefits, but I don't necessarily get them. There's a calculation, and they call it a, a, a windfall provision, uh, where they kind of subtract benefits. Uh, so they're paying into it. Still, yeah. are all government workers paying into it still? No, like, so government workers, if you're only doing that work, you do you not pay into okay. Social Security. Well, that feels Instead, better. Yeah, for sure. Instead, you get your other pension. Okay. But it's those ones that are saying, I'm doing both. both. That just kind of feels kind of yeah. not right. But maybe that's where they make up for paying for everybody's ex-wife. Actually, yeah, yeah, exactly. They got to make it up somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when you're kind of thinking about retirement and making your strategy, like how much should you value social security or like how should you calculate that or factor that in yeah so it, the uh, it's really easy to say the default is oh well, wait as long as you can because it keeps going up and but really i think the the true answer is a little more nuanced than that and so maybe we talk about what the variables are and then you can kind of people can kind of think okay where do i fit in that and what do you mean by variables like you mentioned earlier like Okay, you're making too much. So, like, what variables do yeah, you mean? Yeah. So, am I uh, am I still working, and am I below uh, my full retirement age? So, which is so crazy. Social Security has what they call your full retirement age. That's the age that you can collect and get what they would deem your full benefit. Uh, for most people, it's sometime between the ages of sixty six and sixty seven. Uh, however, if you delay past that. You can have that benefit actually grow all the way till age 70. So kind of like we talked earlier, where if you collect early, they reduce it. Mm -hmm. Well, if you wait longer, they give you more. Okay. So even though you hear full retirement age, don't hear when it's the highest benefit here. That's just what my normal retirement age is. So if I'm still working before that age, then I can only make so much money. It's around $18,000 a year this year. Uh, If I make anything over that, I have to start giving some of my social security back. Uh, so if that's the case, 
there's no reason to collect early because I'm going to be giving some back and I've locked myself into a lower benefit mm-hmm. because I'm not full retirement age yet. Sure. So uh, so that's one of those variables. Am I full retirement age? Am I still working? Second variable is uh, if I'm still working and I'm past full retirement age, do I need the income now or would I be better waiting until 70? And especially when at age 70, between full retirement age and 70, it goes up by about 8% a year. It's a pretty good rate of return say, that's to be a- guaranteed to, to have an increase. But if, uh, for example, you and Alex's situation, your benefit's going to be less than Alex's. When one of you passes away, you get the higher of the two. So maybe you start your benefit early, have that come in, okay. delay his until age 70, and then kind of have your cake and eat really it Really maximize on his, but still get some That's right. earlier. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, and so it's those variables that we start looking at. Um, and you know, if, uh, it goes back to a previous episode when we talked about Medicare. One of the other ones is how much I'm going to be paying for Medicare insurance based on my income. And if mm-hmm. I start collecting Social Security before I need it, will it affect that calculation as well? Um, and and if you haven't caught that episode, is the episode I think right before this one that we had that we had talked through that. And so uh, th- those are the variables that, as an advisor, we start looking at. So what I'm hearing is, have you ever seen that show Snapped, where <laughs> it's typically wives kill their husbands? I have not, but, <laughs> uh, but maybe I need to start watching it <laughs> or, or so make sure Sarah's not. I feel not, like but, that. Maybe Social Security is the whole reason. The whole that. reason. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Alex has no reason to kill me, but I nope. have all the all reasons to kill All him. the reasons. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. You get all the income, no husband. Right? I don't so, know. Do you like still get to collect Social Security if you're in prison? Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> actually, do you? No. You know what? That would be a stump the chump. Yeah. Question, right? uh, Where does that go? <laughs> the uh, and so yeah and so when you look at you know how do you make those decisions? Another factor there is we love to do. Roth conversions. Uh, well, maybe doing a, delaying Social Security gives me enough gap in my income that I can do Roth conversions and and have Social Security go up. So, you know, they think there's so a that you're of, not your income isn't so quite so, so high. high. That's right. That's right. Uh, so there's a number of layer of uh, ways that we can kind of calculate that or look at that. So that should be a discussion prior to retiring, or is it? Kind of in tandem, usually. It's always in tandem. And, and it's probably something so uh, even when you start getting into like your mid-50s and you're kind of a couple a decade away from do I collect Social Security or do I not, uh, that's all part of the, the retirement planning that sure. takes place. Uh, and obviously it can change, but, but we look at it on a regular basis to just say what is our strategy going to be. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. I think did we cover everything? So we covered on a lot with Social Security. What else? The only the only other thing that we would suggest is, uh, you know that that when you look at how do I build my retirement income, the one thing that Social Security is really good at is it gives me a base money that I know I'm never going to outlive, mm-hmm. money that I can base some of my expenditures on, uh, versus money that I'm taking from my portfolio that. Could vary, right? And right. I don't know where markets are at. Do I want to sell right now? Do I? And so, even though Social Security is something that, yes, everybody gets it, yeah, you feel like you're kind of like checking a box, it really can add to some really long term financial security because it gives you that base. That base to plan around. Yep. 
Um, okay, great. Well, then I guess that leads us just to kind of our final segment. Um, lessons learned. Lessons learned around, around the, the kitchen table. Yeah. Um, so today we're talking about if you always do what you always done, you always get what you, you always, always got. got. That's right. <laughs> and for some people, they like that. Right? Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. And and so for us, uh, it's funny. We've got these like one-liners that kind of stick in, stick in your mind. And uh, as we've talked before, you know, with – with dad being in the business, uh, he and I had a lot of time to kind of talk through different stuff. And he was great with those one-liners. That was one of them that he would always say. And so when we look at retirement and we look at kind of really, it's just back to our, our mantra of live the two comma life. You know, if you're getting out of this, what you want, great, great, but maybe open up your mind and expand your thinking. If there are things that might be better, and say, okay, well, if I keep doing this and I think I'm going to get something different out of it, probably ain't going to happen. That's yeah. right. Definition uh, of insanity. insanity. Yeah, exactly. And so, and so really when we start thinking about what does it mean to live in abundance and what does it mean to feel like I have enough? And, uh, and we start talking about, well, if I always do what I've always done, of course, I'm going to always get what I've always got. So if I want this to look differently, then how do I make that happen? Swim upstream and, and yeah, exactly. change. <laughs> exactly. And uh and a lot of and it comes in all kinds of shapes and sizes, but you know, we need to change things around a little bit, otherwise we'll just keep getting the same result. All right. Well, um, I guess if you have a question for the mailbag, I'll bring it back to the how we yeah. started the episode. Um, feel free to comment or email us your question and we'll hopefully get it in one of the next episodes. 100%. Um, if you've liked anything you've listen to today. Hopefully you have, um, you can like, and subscribe to our Facebook page and our YouTube channel. Um, well, and hopefully next time we record Katie, we... I might have a baby. Yep. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. That'd be fun. Yeah. I uh, hope so. Well, I kind of hope so. Yeah. You know, it's on that edge of like, Ooh, could we wait a little bit? Yeah. Also, yeah. I'm very excited. So we'll see. Awesome. Well, till then. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Be well.